What up, man? Sit down. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, man, I'm digging that cowboy hat, Mike. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Bobby Johnny. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Yeah, what up, Ray? Fritz. Hold on, Ray Ray. What Who do we got? What's up? Hang on a second. We got a stranger here. Hi. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Don't start your shit. <laughs> Don't back God. off your hiatus. Look huh? at this. Um, Did you say hi, that, anus? Hi, uh, anus. Oh, yeah. anus. Uh, yeah. Sound like that uh, came out of somebody's high anus. Wow. <laughs> wow. Jumbo, you're finally back, brother. How Dude, you doing, man? It's been a few weeks, man. Oh, yeah. A few yeah. weeks. It's been yeah. a freaking month, That's bro. one hell of a date well, night, wasn't it? You know, it was a really long, uh, prolonged date night, and uh, <laughs> lots of water. We ended up getting lots of water, uh, universal. We ended up getting un- universal annual passes, and then one thing led. Oh, thank you. Oh, you are yeah, way too kind. Yeah. I'll take those roses. Well, I don't know if, if, if Joe takes one more picture out there, they might hire him as a personal photographer. Well, you know, I I do take a lot of pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, pretty bad. I said, damn, Jobo's out there take, snapping everything I'm out Jobo there. I'm worse than a foreign tourist in the middle yeah. of Orlando. You know? I'm, just I'm like, Joe, you live here. I mean, you'll be back, I, brother. I'm telling you. It, but, you know, I'll be, I got to be honest, man. The past few weeks have been crazy. I've been slammed. And I know I've been listening, though, and you guys have been literally nailing it every week. And uh, so you guys have we been nailing right? it. Right? Despite a Ray, we've been nailing it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I got to tell you, I really yeah. miss you guys. I, I it seems like it's been a month. Seems like yeah, we've been in here. too much, too long. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys have been recording in here, boy. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we dialogue. Absence the makes we the heart to. grow. Well, I, I gotta admit, you know, I, I, I do bring bring in a little genetic quality. What? Oh man, Ray, is there is there a redneckism you uh, can throw in there to help Joe out with his menage a trois? What do you think? The hell was that? Menage Wow, from way way. It means a little a little certain aspect above and beyond. Oh wow! For those that are more highly educated, for those that are the most distinguished in man, the linguistics of con- American literature, Kentuckyisms. <laughs> did, did the Colonel talk like that? I do apologize, mate. <laughs> Carry on with your little podcast here. Rednecks don't speak that funny language. No. Uh-huh. Ah, you're, still you're your turn. Speaking what? of redneck, have you been doing anything Anything we're talking about? Uh, <laughs> fattening up deer, burying deer. Burying deer? Whoa. Yeah. Oh. How are you burying them, dude? Yeah. Burying them with a, with a uh, skid steer. Dude, <laughs> you had one job to feed them deer and you're already putting half of them in the ground. Yeah. What the hell's well, the matter wow. with you? Wow. You know, when you, yeah. when, when you're raising... Any type of livestock, there's always some issues that arise. <laughs> I'm sure that's what you told the guy yeah. when he came back off. I of really want to unpack this with you <laughs> right now, Ray. I really want to. Guy comes back and half his deer are dead. Ray's like, well, you know, I mean, it's part of doing business. Uh, things happen. Yeah, they do. Sometimes it's a two, two, three. Sometimes uh, it's a. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there you go. The bullshit button coming out large but and nah. in charge. One, th- one thing that people don't realize is when deer have their babies uh-huh. yes they don't just feed off their mother they'll feed off whichever doe will let them hey and what ends up happening sometimes is all of the i used the to fawns, be like that community yeah. Yeah. all the fawns go <laughs> to Easy one especially doe. if it was Easy three in the morning and the Easy club was closing we call that the community uh, suckle that's when yeah. a two became a ten <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> community suckling you're yeah. welcome 
but that's what happens. You were is, two at ten and a ten at two. Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. I do that back like in that. Kentucky, I think. Uh, anyway. That's bullshit. Back <laughs> your story. <laughs> but yeah, that's what happens. Is sometimes all the fong go to one deer and they just completely the fong. What did you say? Fawn, the fawn, 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 sucker dry, that's yeah. sucker dry. That's basically, yeah. yeah. So, and you know, it happens. It's wow. sad. It just happened to happen on your watch, Ray. On your watch, yeah, it did. Do me a favor, don't remind me never to have you check on my dog. How are the little yeah. bambies doing though? The bambies are doing good. Oh, okay, man. okay. Those little, those little boogers, man. If you don't get them tagged and bagged within they're, they're the like first, boing, boing. oh man, <laughs> you don't get them wow, tagged and bagged within the first three days, you really catch them. Yeah. You ain't catching them. They're quick. We're tagging and bagging. That's it. <laughs> wow. Fritzy, where the hell where are you coming from? Are you all right, brother? I don't know, man. This what is a really vacation grim show on, so far. All this talk know? about community suckling and the fawns oh, and stuff. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'm having vivid flashbacks of my high school days. Oh, what? I'm not sure if I'm enjoying it too well. <laughs> we so, uh, so you were out there with some deer too, huh? I was. No, that was just, the, was. That was just the videos he was watching. No, it was, a, it was yeah. uh, we had goats. Yeah, goat. uh, we had goats. You know, we had goats and, you know, it was funny. They, yeah. they would always say, come back. <laughs> and so there is that. They say, hey, Joe, you in the deer? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty bad. Well, I was on the border of West Virginia, so there yeah, is there a... You know. No, thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank uh, you. It's well, your turn. That's why I wear button flies. Zip the skin sheet. So, Joe, yeah. since you've been gone a month, yeah. what's been happening with social media? Anything um, new? No, man. No? no oh, wait no. a minute. I got to set him up. And now with the social media report, here's Jobo Cop. Jobo! Thank you very much, Chris. Some beautiful downtown bourbon. Cloudy, uh, 82 degrees coming in on... Wait a minute. That's... I have no idea where I just went. <laughs> that was cool, man. Scary as hell. You were yeah. in California on a radio station. Uh, beautiful downtown Burbank. That's right. Uh, I'm I'm back. Back. Wasn't that laughing? Here's Jobo to tell you what you want. I'd had more respect if you yeah, said Birmingham. Cool. Anyway. Thanks for recognizing hey, me. Um, social media. Yeah, it's going really well. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's Thanks good. Well, you and Maynard, boy, you guys are just knocking it out of the pot. That's exactly what he said last week. Joe, come back. Yeah, come back. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, social media, you can find us at The Battle Podcast on Instagram, and we are also on Facebook at The Battle Podcast. It's not too hard to find us. Be sure to check us out on Spotify as well, the Battle Podcast. You bet. Or wherever your audio podcast listening experiences are downloaded, find us there. Damn, that almost sounded professional. And, and that was Jobo with the social hey, media. Way. Yeah. You are listening to WIFX, Foxy 94.3 WIFX. Okay. I'm sorry. Anyway, where did I go just then? I don't know. That was it's, some call signs. Dude, of, that music. Yeah. I, I, hope, w, I, hope, I hope we didn't have any copyright w, infringement going on no, w, royalty free. No, yeah, WIFX, 94.3, the Fox right. that rocks. Yeah. 97X, bam. Dang. Okay. 94.3 Hot Radio. The Silver Fox producer. Hot, hot, hot. Uh, yes. Uh, well, you know, Silver you were, Fox. You were talking about all those goats you had? <laughs> all the sheep and goats? And yeah. My whatnot. uncle. Yeah. It was my uncle's farm. Yeah. Dude, you know, he was a shepherd. Leave him alone. He was a shepherd. <laughs> I was well, abiding in the field, okay? Kentucky yeah. shepherd. Well, we all know that, <laughs> that when you when you left there and came down, you couldn't take them all with you. That's true. You can't take everyone with you. The hook you. wasn't you big enough. You just can't. Yeah. Shepherds. It's great. It's good. Good segue, though. It was a yeah, good segue. Yeah, it was a good segue. But Heck yeah. What happened to it? Somebody dropped it. I don't know. Man, I just teed it up. Oh, and you did. Wow. Teed it up and... <laughs> 
Bam. <laughs> I like that. Well, I mean, that. When, when you try to compare people to sheep, I know that's normal for rednecks. <laughs> it but is. For most people, you kind of... <laughs> Especially the ones in Kentucky. Especially when we, we we pride ourselves on being lions here, not sheep. That's right. But you make a great point. I mean, <laughs> well, you've you got to be a lion and a sheep. No, a lion and a lion. You can't a be lion. a sheepish lion. You got to be both. Yeah. <laughs> Let's <Yeah>. move on. <laughs> ah, I digress. Oh, oh. oh Johnny boy, that's Pun by soft Ray. heart of yours. I just want to just. Keep I'm working on it. I'm okay, okay, okay. But you can't take everybody with you. You're right, right. You cannot take everybody with you. And uh, I think a lot of times is dudes. We get caught up in that thinking that, you know, you create this circle of friends or this core group of guys that you hang out with. And I think we make a mistake a lot of times thinking that in every situation or every circumstance in our life that we can take every one of them with us. Right. And the reality of it is you just can't. No, you can't. You can't for a, for a number of reasons. But like just as an example, like some people are just not built for certain circumstances. You know, like if you got a guy in a group that's a warrior all the time and all he's doing is worrying all the time and stressing out, you don't want to be sharing with him bad news. Yeah. Nope. Because you know, that bad news just got worse because now he's going to be stressing you out. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, not just that, but a lot of times those guys, at least in my situation, I tend to be kind of the leader of the group. What? <laughs> what? Not this one. Well, no. Go ahead. Okay. I don't try to lead this group. <laughs> That's why I don't hang out with y'all that the much. The leader of the pack. Right? <laughs> if you can't lead, you don't want to be your friend. Okay. But no, nah, that's right. I've always, to, I've always tended to be the leader of the group. So when you're trying to strive and move on and, and grow, and you're also trying to bring the people who you technically can't take with you, you end up exhausting yourself. Mm. So you, you, you make it to where you can't grow as you need to grow because you're trying to bring these people with you. You're trying to get them to grow as much as you're trying to grow. And they're just not ready for it. Every yeah. Well, but the part of that, that we is the fact that we've got to take ownership that that's partially our fault because it's an old saying, know thine self. Mm -hmm. And you know, you know, you need to know the guys, the, the dudes you hang out with right. and understand yep. who they are. And a lot of times I think that's where we, where we screw up. You know, not everybody's built for everything. And not everybody's on the same maturity level, whether it's, you know, intellectually, it's made, whether it's uh, financially, spiritually. I mean, there's just, you love the dude, you know, he's a good friend. He's always been a good friend. You have a great time together, but it's just not, that dude's just not going to be in the same place or the same mindset you're at. Or maturity too. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, and shame on us at times trying to force that on somebody who's not really ready for it. Yeah. You know? mm. And then we get pissed off because they don't get it. Well, they're not going to get it. They're not there. Right. I get a prime example. When I, I, I started out real young in life and I bought my first house when I was 21. And me and a buddy of mine, we always talked about living together. Always, you know, we're going to live together. We're going to get a place. We're going to hang out. We're going to live together. So when I bought my first house, that's what we did. I'm, I said, hey, man, come on. Come live with me. You know, and he was, at the time, I... I was always told that I was wise beyond my years. I, that's not well, me I'll speaking. Tell you, if he can talk more high about himself no. in this podcast, Dang. that's what I'm he's saying. He's a leader. He's wise beyond his that's, years. He's so that's humble. Not, that's not me speaking. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. Yeah. That's not I'm me speaking. I'm red Go ahead, brother. But so I brought him with me and we lived together for a couple of years. And I just started realizing that I was moving on and moving on and moving on. And he wasn't. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I got engaged. I was getting ready to get married. 
And he was still partying up, having a good time. So I had to tell him, I said, hey, look, you're going to have to go. And that was hard to do. And it was hard for him to receive too. But I told him, I said, look, man, if we're going to be friends and we're going to continue to be friends, like we can't do it this way. You're, you're going to have to go because I'm getting, I'm engaged. I'm getting married. I'm, you know, it's coming. So that was a, a prime example. But I guess the, the million dollar question there is, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, who's that on? What do you mean? I mean, it's really easy to say it's on the guy that hasn't grown up, but it's partly on us. Because if, if we have this relationship that we have with a certain individual, they are who they are. Yeah. You can't right? change them. And, right. and we know who they are. Yeah. So as we mature and we grow, it's an unfair and unrealistic expectation for us to put that on our buddy who's not there. And then at the end right. of the day, you go, well, you know, you make a good point. We, we have to say to ourselves, I got to go. Not a he's got to go. I yeah. got to go because I can't be in the midst of this anymore. Nothing's changed about him. He's no. the same. Now we drag them was. along because no. we're too immature to go it alone. Man. Well, no, we that would have yeah. somebody. Uh, but that was the whole reason. The whole thing was, yeah. is, I mean, I own the house. Or I wasn't going nowhere. Right. <laughs> I'm talking about the relationship. <laughs> yeah, but no, we're still friends. Yes. But the, that current situation. But not like that, you ain't. Well, no, I mean, he's got, he's got a <laughs> yeah. wife and kid. And he's got, saying, I mean, but, but maybe you helped him. Not like you were when you had that dream of saying, let's live together. Right. Well, I just look at that as a season. We did it. You know, yeah. we lived together for two years, but I was outpacing him, I guess you would say, and it, which isn't a bad thing. Like I said, everybody's different. Everybody grows and matures at a different rate. Right. I got engaged. He didn't. He was but still wanting to do his thing. Even even with you, what you had to do with your buddy, helping him though helped. What you had to say to him helped him out to go to the next chapter of what he needed to do. To right. some extent. Yeah. yeah. You know, because extent. you said he got married and on yeah. his own, started mm -hmm. his own family. Right. You know, probably be still kicking on your couch. Nah. You know, maybe you yeah. never know. I mean, right. Yeah. You never 20 know. 20 years later, you never know. Right. But, but you're, you're going to outgrow those situations. I, I will say something from a personal experience on my end. Um, when, when I was um, working in Kentucky as a radio disc jockey for about, about six years, uh, it took me a lot of back and forth trying to build my confidence. And, there was a group of people that I kind of surrounded myself with. It was very like artsy guys that are Americana artists. They're folk singers. And they kind of poured into me. Everywhere I went, they went, you know, and it was kind of like a tribe. Yeah. But they helped build my confidence up to the point. They literally were with me every step of the way when I started making trips down here to Florida from Kentucky, dating Alex. They supported me. They poured into me. And the crazy thing about it, the, the whole to topic of this message is, you know, people that are with you in your life for a season. These guys was in my life in a very critical season because I was really wanting to like, I was 26 years old, ready to leave mom and dad because I was on disability. I had my own courts to figure out. I had to figure out finances and money and, and jobs. But these guys just kept like, you could do it, man. You got this. You got this. Anything, if, dude, you can come crash on my, my floor. And it's just those kind of supportive guys that are, got your back. But I'll say this and, 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 and kind of wrap this, this part up. Those individuals and I, I, you know, James and Chris and all those great, great guys from Kentucky. When I left, I had to leave them behind. Yeah. I had to leave them behind. It, it hurt. It hurt. It sucked because those guys were my tribe. Yep. But I knew that in order for me to pursue being a husband, getting with Alex and moving to Florida, 
I had to let go of that season of my life. And in that, let go of the friends that helped build me up. They weren't the friends that crashed on my couch. They were the friends that built me up. Right. We did things together. We planned things together. We performed on stage together. It was just awesome. Well, another thing to take part or to take notice in is just because you can't bring them with you doesn't mean you forget about them. Oh, no. There's not a day. Right. There's yeah. not Good a day point, goes right? by. Yeah, because I still, I, me and my buddy that, that lived with me, we still talk once, twice a week. You know what I mean? We still hang out. We still talk to each other. We're just living our own lives now. Right. We're just doing our own things, but we still communicate. We still hang out. We still reminisce about the days. We still, you know, appreciate each other and what we did for each other. You, and you I'm don't sure, forget them. I'm sure if I was to go back to Kentucky right now and hang out with those guys, it would be like we just picked up where we left off. Right. Exactly. It would, nothing would be different. No matter. I know that for a fact. Even though you've gone different directions. Yeah. And you've grown differently. You're still going to come right back to it. To some sense. You, they're just not going to, you're well, just not you bringing them with you. You don't leave them behind. You're just moving forward. Moving on. Right. And they're, they're in their season and their place in life and doing what they're doing. It's just that in order for you to grow and for you to progress in your own life, you've got to make certain steps, certain, certain sacrifices in order to make that happen. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, that's what happens. And, you know, relationships, you know, they're, they're fickle. And yeah. We do have people in our lives for certain seasons and for certain reasons. I yeah. agree. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, but, but what we're talking about here is, is, is understanding that it's okay to understand that and to, to recognize that and say, okay, I'm moving and progressing in a different direction in my life. I don't necessarily have to drag these people with me. You know, they can still be a part of my life. They can still be a part of who I am. But as I change and I progress, the dynamic of that relationship, whether we like it or not, is going to change. Mm -hmm. You know, right, yeah. we have to accept that and understand that. And also going back to know thine self, know the people that you have in your circle and don't have unrealistic expectations for those people. Right. There are people that you have in your group that you hang around with just because they're fun to be around. Mm -hmm. They might, maybe they're not serious people. They're not somebody you're going to sit down and have an intellectual conversation with or want to share your deepest, darkest, darkest secrets with or go through a certain tragedy with or whatever, but that doesn't make them less important in your life or less valuable to you as far as a relationship. It's just, it's like I tell my daughter all the time, she'll say, well, my friends are this and my friends are that. Well, you got to know your friends and yeah. don't have unrealistic expectations for them to think the way that you think and to feel the way that you feel and to walk, walk things out the ways that, the way that you do. Because if you, if you go into it like that, you're going to be disappointed in life. You also got to be willing to accept the fact that you're going to get left behind. That's very true. Yeah. And you have to be able to empathize with that and understand that, okay, they're heading in a different path. You know, cheer them on. But oh, know man, that, yeah. but know that you're going to be left in the wake. Basically, it's your, your time is done. You're on the reciprocating end of the very topic we're talking exactly. about. Hey, I, mm -hmm. I, exactly. I know yep. for a fact when I was in the military, you know, when you first go into this environment, you're new to everything, new to everybody. You're away from home and you start to develop these relationships. Well, you start meeting guys that are in their last year of their, their service or whatever. And, <clears throat> excuse me. You wake up one day and they're not there anymore. Yeah. The dude that you were hanging around with every single day or going and doing stuff with, they've left, they've gone back home or they've, or they've been reassigned to a different, you know, to a different post or a different fort or whatever it may be, different base, I should say. And that was a harsh reality for me that after the first year that wrecked me. Yeah. Cause I was like, I had developed these relationships and I looked up one day and six guys that I was hanging around with were gone. 
Yep. Yeah. They weren't there anymore. You know, and I was like, not only so now am I not only in a strange place away from family and friends and life and all those other things. Now I've gotten whacked with losing another family that I had just developed. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, well, what do I do for now? So I'm starting at ground zero again, you know, over there in Fort Hood, Texas. So you learn, you learn, like you said, sometimes, Ray, like you said, you get left in the wake. Yeah. And you got to be able to figure out how to navigate through that and to try to understand where to find your place and all that. And it's, it's difficult. And I think that's an important thing to say uh, on the podcast is that you could be the person being left behind. You may be the dude they can't take with. Oh, yeah. Now, I've seen it, especially as I've in my later years. In your younger years, you tend to, everything kind of revolves around you. You're a lot more selfish when you're younger, which we discussed as becoming a man is when you become selfless. So once you become selfless and you start to see your new group, maybe at work, maybe at church, you know, the new group of people you're hanging out with, when you start to see them excel beyond you, you have to realize that you've had friends in the past that those were the ones left in the wake. You can't hate them. You can't get angry at them. You just have to understand that, okay, they're heading that that way. Well, you should be happy for them if you truly love them and you right. care yeah. about them as your friends. If yeah. they're doing well, exactly. you should be happy. And then you need to find your path. Like you said, by, by having telling my friend, hey, you're going to have to go. I'm getting married. I'm engaged. He, at that point, had to find his new path because the path he was on was veering. It was either he either had to go left or he had to go right because it was coming to a crossroads. He's at the crossroads. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but again, so like it's not the fact you can't hang out ever again or you can't have fun together. Exactly. You just can't, you know, coexist in a certain particular journey that you're on in life. You know, if you're looking to be a husband and a father and you got a buddy that's, still out there partying and having a good time, you know, you can still hang out and have a barbecue and talk and joke around and meet up or whatever for dinner. You just can't live that lifestyle with them. Right. You know, and there's so many of us, there are guys right now and there are guys listening to this podcast right now. You got that buddy that you just won't let go of and he's causing problems in your relationship and he's causing problems in your marriage. Mm -hmm. He's causing problems with your kids. He's causing problems, you know, for you on a personal level. And you feel like, you talk about the term in here a lot of times, loyalty. Well, sometimes you can be loyal to a fault. Yes. Yeah. And you can have certain yeah. people in your life that you're just trying to hang on to that are bringing nothing but poison in your life. Well, friends are like expiration dates. Think okay. about it. They're good for a little while, then it goes sour, right? And sometimes we got to be alert and aware of, of that as well. Right. Just to tag along with what you're talking about, John. Well, that's why I always live with the premise, I've got friends and I've got family. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And there's a big difference. Big difference. Friends are seasonal. Yeah. People that there are acquaintances that I have, people that I like that I'll have, you know, hang out with or whatever. But there's only a core group or a handful of dudes that's family. You know, that's the difference. And, you know, even in the, even in the midst of that family, there are certain situations where I would, you know, I'm going to get biblical tonight because, you know, when Jesus had certain circumstances, there were times that he only picked a couple of the disciples. Right. To go with him, to deal with it. He didn't take all 12 of them. Mm-hmm. And why did he only take this three instead of this three or whatever? He took the right people for the job, for the circumstance and the situation that were mature enough and able to understand and be a help in that situation. Whereas we've got to have that kind of discernment in our lives 
with the group of core group of people that we hang around with. You know, if you're going through a situation, for instance, in your marriage, you know, even though you've got a close best friend, if he's single, he's not the dude you need to be talking to about your marriage. True. You need to get with your buddy that has a healthy marriage. That's, that's, you know, that loves his wife and has, you know, takes care of his business and, and, and feed off of that, you know, and sometimes we want to get everybody's input from the group. And sometimes, you know, the stuff you get ain't too good and it's not beneficial for your relationship. Truth. And, you know, I was just, the whole time we were talking about this, I was thinking that sometimes, and and I, I really, I hate to say this, but sometimes the people that you're going to have to, that you can't take with you are family members. Oh, most of the time. Most I mean, of the time. Good point, Ray. That's I mean, really true. I right? really hate to say that, but it, it's a fact because there's some family members that can't let go or don't grow up. Well, they won't let you go. They won't let you grow up. Right. God, that reminds me so much of being in Kentucky, dude. All of my mom's sisters and my mom's side of the family and everybody is back home in Southeast Kentucky. And here's Joe, the only black sheep of the family to move down to Orlando, Florida. Yeah. You know, and I, it, everybody's like, you know, if it would be their decision, little Joey would be on Highway 805 in good old Letcher County, Kentucky. Yeah. And uh, he's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but it, it's very true, though. He's on Fox said. Club Drive but it, on the Battle But, podcast. you know, if you think about it, it's not that they don't love you or care about you because they do or they wouldn't they want you there. You right. Know? Yeah. yeah. But sometimes it's like people can love you too much. Yeah. That they love you to a point where they want to have you accessible to them and not well, allowing some, you to be what you what you need to be and to do what you need to do. Well, sometimes, Sue, maybe we're the reason, we're the person that brings them a certain kind of joy or a certain kind of something to look mm-hmm. forward to. Yeah. yeah. You take that out of the equation, what do I do now with the rest of my life, you know? Right. Right. Well, you had to do that early in life when you chose to go to the military. You couldn't take Bobby with you. Yeah, I mean, when, take, and that 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 sung big time, right? You know, but that's what we're getting. at. I mean, again, even when it comes to family, you're not leaving them, but you can't stay in Kentucky, no, and grow. No, I had to. Uh, I had to literally. It was it was one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make. Leaving behind the friends I was talking about earlier mm-hmm. and the family, everything I knew. But I knew that I had a calling down here. I knew that this is where God wanted me to be. Was mm-hmm. in in Claremont, Florida. And, um, uh, no, not looking back. I'm not looking in the rear view mirror, man. I'm going forward, right. you know? So, uh, no regrets. And it is what it is. Yeah. Well, best decision you ever made. I mean, best I, decision I ever made. Well, I mean, yeah. Health, you look around, everything. You look around and you see the relationships you have and the life you have. And there's guys out right now that are listening to this podcast that are paralyzed and they're frozen in time and refusing to move. Right. Because they are dragging everything and everyone behind them. Mm-hmm. And they need to break free of those chains. And if they don't, they're going to get what they always got and be where they've always been. And unfortunately, that's a harsh reality. You know, I mean, you had to pack up and move to, from Kentucky. I had to leave Massachusetts and go in the military. Ray, you've traveled all over the place. I know that Fritzy's gone all over the world doing certain things. Mainer. 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 And he talks about it all the time. Maine here. Maine here. Maine you know, not here. Maine not here. Maine is going to Maine. Maine. But he, you know, he had to leave Maine. And what is done for him in his life, he's a total different person now. Oh, yeah. He's grown, you know, unbelievably grown, not only just as a, as a man, but also in his faith, as a father, as a husband. And it's because he 
made the move, man. You know, when you, when you look at, I just thought of an analogy as far as like somebody who grows plants or an arborist. You're going to stunt the growth of a tree if you don't trim some of those branches. Well, you talked about the watermelon. Yeah, in the box. The, in the box. The square watermelon, yeah. It's only going to grow as big as the box. That's it. And same thing with a tree. And you don't always trim off just dead limbs. Sometimes you just trim the ones off that aren't helping the tree. And that's what you got to do to grow. And you also got to, again, we keep going back. You got to understand that you might be one of those limbs in somebody's life. I think we're all born with a certain degree of codependency. And at the end of the day, it's how we deal with that codependency because we're codependent on things and life and people. And a lot of times we place more on this particular person than we would another. And then sometimes you are that person Mm -hmm. that gets, gets left. And it's how you deal with that codependency at the end of the day, I believe. Well, the other part of it too is, is sometimes, and I know for me and my personality, I've always been a protector or leader in that regard. So I've always felt a responsibility. And sometimes you feel responsible for people that you're not responsible for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And you feel like you're, you're, you're doing something wrong or doing something bad because you're letting them go. Yeah. And, you know, it, we always hear that, that old saying about if you love someone, set them free. Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain things you got to do in life in order to help other people grow too, you got to, you got to learn to let them go. You know, I mean, I'm learning that as a father. I mean, we were talking, we came in here tonight, you know, with our kids and, and the decisions that are going to be being made over the next couple of years, you know, with them being in their late teens, early twenties, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to happen where they're going to want to. And I guess maybe that's why I think so much. If I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be the one that gets cut out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that sucks. As a dad, you go, wait a second. Now you don't need me anymore. Wow. Yeah. You know, that, that, that hurts. Oh, yeah. But the reality of it is, is maybe that they're saying, Hey, in order for me to grow, dad, I've got to let you go and, and get out there and do my own thing. You know, but as parents, you know, you want to make wise decisions and be smart about what they're doing. And, you know, but we were all young, stupid and reckless. Every one of us sitting in this room, we've all made dumb decisions, mm-hmm. but we've also learned immensely from it. And we've also had, People that were in our lives that we needed to cut out of our lives because they were poison. People that have greatly enhanced our lives that were there just for a season in our life. And then there are people that you have in your life that are here forever, you know, regardless of what happens. Like you said, Joe, you can go a time and then when you run into each other, it's like time stood still. Yeah. And those, that's family. That's not friends. That's family. And, you know, I think that's what's so important, you know, for me as a believer, when you talk about the body of Christ. That's what it is. It's the blood of Christ. That's family. And the people that you have that you interact with throughout the years, they become a part of you. And it doesn't matter where they're at or what they're doing. When you see them again, it's you pick right up where you left off. You know, you, another thing that comes to mind when we talk about this is being, you know, we have to choose our, our surroundings wisely, our friends wisely, and, you know, our mates wisely and so on and so forth. And it's that whole being unequally yoked. You know, you can't expect somebody who's not a believer to follow the path that you're following. Just, I mean, that just popped in my head as well. Well, when you think about that unequally yoked, sometimes you're the one that's 
not pulling your weight. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Somebody's pulling said you. what I was thinking, bro. Yeah. That's you it. Know? Exactly. And and that's where you have to be. That's when you truly become a man is when you can step back and go, you know what? Yeah. I need this brother to help me because I'm not good here. Right. And there are other people. What happens is though, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, we like to hang around with the people that we can pull along because it makes us feel better about ourselves. It's a cheering session. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. People that agree with us. And- right. Yeah. But bobbleheads. It's 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 the ones that we need that are gonna create a little bit of friction in our lives that are gonna question us or gonna challenge us or gonna push back a little bit that are gonna strengthen us because you don't you don't get you don't gain strength by just pushing things up with ease. Right. You have to have resistance. Yep. And we need that in our lives with people for us to grow and to become bigger and better and stronger human beings and people. We need resistance in our lives, but we need that type of resistance that comes from a place of love. Yes. You know? Yep. You know, you ain't getting no resistance in the gym. Oh, here we go. No, here we no. go. I know your ass ain't getting any of that swing. <laughs> wow. Oh, crickets. Uh, oh, Fritz, you going to let him do me like that? Oh, man. Where's the button? Where's the button? <laughs> Get him, Fritzy. Get yeah, him. we would, you know, in the back half of the show, we were yeah. <laughs> in the serious portion. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't pull the trigger. I had to break it up a little bit. It was getting uh, too real. It, it was ruined getting, it. It was getting it. too too the redneckisms right there. Too serious. <laughs> getting too serious. Well, I guess it's real simple. At the end of the day, we need to take inventory of the people in our lives. Yeah. We have to understand that certain people are there for a reason, and certain people are there for a season, and there are people that are there forever. And just because somebody's not with you every day and just doesn't, and they're not with you physically, does not mean you're not taking them with you. You know, we had a podcast a, a while back on our mentors. One of the things that I said, I said that Archie Gabriel has gone with me everywhere I've been in my life since I've met him. I've taken him to Texas, Kentucky, Washington, Florida, Georgia, Massachusetts, Maine, New Hampshire. You know, the list goes on and on and on. All the places that he doesn't probably even realize he's, he's been. In every experience, Oklahoma. And there are other people that I had to learn in life. I got to let them go. In order for me to grow, if in order for me to become who it is I'm called to be as a man, sometimes you got to let them go. That doesn't mean you don't love them. Matter of fact, it means you do. You love them enough to step aside and to let them go. If you fathers out there to listen to the podcast, you know, this is a tough lesson for all of us. And I'm going to speak from the heart here. I'm having a hard time right now. I'm in that season where I'm having to learn how to let go, how to move aside. And it's hard to navigate in that. But if we want our children to grow and to be successful, we've got to give them the space and the ability to fail. And in our marriages, if we have people that we're dragging along with us, they're not conducive to our marriage, man, get rid of them. I'm telling you right now, if you've got men in your life that are not bringing anything good to your marriage, they got to go. And shame on you for dragging them into your house. That's poison. You don't need poison. There's some of you right now that are dragging things into the workplace. You're hooking up with the wrong people. You're getting yourself caught up in the gossip. You're getting caught up in the drama. Don't do it, man. They are not going to put food on your table. And at the end of the day, they really don't care. 
It's an ends to a means. Hold tight to the ones that you know in your life that are going to bring value to you as a man. Hold tight to the ones that are going to bring friction and resistance that are going to strengthen you and encourage you and push you. And let go of the things that are going to weaken you. They're going to cause you to stumble. We already have enough issues in our lives as men. We're already fighting through enough things that we go through every single day. We don't need to add to the problems by picking the wrong people to hang out with. Be wise and discerning about who you allow in your circle. Because when you do that, my friends, that's when the road meets the road.